Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hey, hey, my friends. How are you? I just want to take a moment and thank you. Thank all of you, each and every one of you, for listening, for being here, for learning about your sensitivity and how to work with it so you can have an amazing relationship and also learning about relationships and how to make yours the best one. I just appreciate you so much. I sometimes think I don't say that as much as I feel it, but I really am just so glad you are here in my circle. You're my tribe and uh, I just... I'm really honored to be here with you and have you be here with me. And if you are new to the podcast or you haven't done so yet, please hit subscribe. That will just guarantee that you get these reminders of these podcasts whenever they come out so you don't miss any. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, please leave a review. It just takes a couple minutes of your time and actually amazingly helps this podcast reach more highly sensitive women who are wanting to learn about their sensitivity and grow and feel better in their lives and who are ready for a better relationship with their partner. There's so many of them out there that haven't yet found this podcast. So leave a review and hit subscribe to help it reach these women like you who will gain so much from listening to this podcast. All right. Today, we are going to talk about helping your partner be there for you emotionally when you are upset, which I know is not always our men's strong suits, yeah? <laughs> at least the way, like at least in the way that most of us want him to be there for us. I hear this all the time from my women, and I certainly have had plenty of experience with this of like wanting my husband or my past boyfriends to be there in a certain way for me and having him really just not be great at it. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think what happens is sometimes we feel unloved and unsupported because he doesn't know how to be there for us in the way we most feel supported when we're upset, right? And this is not because he doesn't care and doesn't want to support you. So I just want to put that in there right now. <laughs> but the thing is, oftentimes guys try to fix us, right, when we're upset. Like they, they offer advice or they say snap out of it or they say look on the bright side, right, those kinds of things. So, or maybe they'll crack a joke. I've seen that a lot. So if your man does this, it may really baffle you, right, like what? Right? And it, and it really might feel like he's not sensitive enough. But most men really don't realize that this fix-it impulse, this Mr. Fix-it impulse can really actually lead to us feeling dismissed or not empathize with or not supported. Right? And, and then I've noticed from there, it's easy for us to 
to feel angry at him. Now, remember, if you've been listening to this podcast a while, you'll remember this, that our feelings actually come from our thoughts. So if you feel dismissed or uncared for or angry because he's not being loving and empathetic when you're upset, you really want to examine what is going on in your brain, right? What you're interpreting it to mean when he goes into fix-it mode or when he's not good at empathizing the way you want him to, right? So if you're like, what are you, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Some of you totally know what I'm talking about because you did the um, Stop Taking It So Personally Challenge or you've been listening to the podcast for a while. If you don't know what I mean, totally go listen to episode 13 about how what you make it mean means everything in love. That's going to help you out with what I'm talking about here. And that's, it'll make a big difference. So go listen to that episode. But today we're going to talk about how you can make it easier on yourself and really teach him what works best for you when you are upset, right? Sort of help him learn how to really be there for you better than how he's currently doing it. Now, caveat, this is not going to mean he's always going to do it or do it well or as well as a girlfriend might naturally do, right? But it'll help. And understanding a few things about what's really going on for him really can help you work with him on it. Now, I can almost hear some of the objections that can come up here, which is like, why do I have to teach him? Why do I have to tell him? Why do I have to help him learn how to do this? Right? And if that's coming up for you, I get it. It's frustrating. And it's a fantasy that our partner will just always know how to do the things we want in the best ways that we can, like the ways we can best receive them, right? Our partners are never going to be great mind readers. You know, we need to be willing to guide our partners, support our partners in learning what we love, what we uh, thrive on in relationships. So if you're unwilling to do that, you're really actually just unwilling to do the most basic work to be happy in your marriage. So let's be willing. All right. So here's the thing. This is one of the things that's really going on for him that keeps him from being able to be as empathetic when you're hurting, when you're upset as you want him to. Men have brain differences than women. Whether this is natural, like biological or cultural conditioning, it ultimately doesn't matter. I believe it's both. There's lots of evidence that it's both, but either way, it's a, ba- a brain difference. And we know about brain differences, right? We have brain differences and nervous system differences than the majority of the population. So we understand what that's like, right? So we've got to look at our partner and see what his brain differences are as well. Now, some of these brain differences, he may be able to overcome somewhat. And some, he won't. Some are just part of the package of being a male, And obviously, this is sort of generalizing, right? Like all humans are on this spectrum. We are all, like there's a range is what I mean of different 
ways of being and different brain wirings in our in our species right so we always want to keep that in mind but i'm just gonna sort of talk in in general um and there's lots of uh research this is research backed so there are many brain differences that actually really contribute to some of the challenges we oftentimes feel in our relationships uh, and when we understand these brain differences we can really have a really different experience of our relationships and and thrive more and more in our relationships so that's huge it's so key but today we are just going to address one of them or one kind of category of them which is women are wired to respond to other people's despair Whereas men are wired much less so to respond to it. So Luanne Brizendine is a neuropsychiatrist who's written a couple really great books. Uh, the Male Brain is, is one of them. Uh, she says that women pick up on sadness in the face of other people 90% of the time. Whereas for men, it's only 40% of the time. Now, this is not a study on highly sensitive women, so it'd be interesting to hear that. But uh, there's probably studies out there that talk about that too. But we have even bigger mirror neurons or more effective mirror neurons than non-highly sensitive people, which just means we're going to be the most uh, perceptive uh, and, and have the highest, uh, highly sensitive women are going to have the highest capacity of all humans to pick up on uh, other people's emotions, right? So like this, like the sadness of others. So our men are not simply don't have the um, circuitry, right? The uh, machinery <laughs> to be that good at it as, as good as we are, right? Men's brains are not as oriented around emotional nuance in general, and empathy and being being with another or being there for another during the rough times. So it really can take longer than us to pick pick this up, right? To notice what's going on. And again, if your man is a highly sensitive person, it might be a little different. He may be more attuned to emotional subtleties than a non-highly sensitive partner. Uh, but still, there's a gap there between your capacity and your girlfriend's capacity for it and his capacity for it. So what that means is that in general, men are not able to be there for women at, this, at the same way as a woman can be there for another person, right? They simply aren't as talented at noticing or sitting with us while we feel sad or upset, so this is another piece here. Another difference for men and women is that men tend to be way more uncomfortable with our sadness and our pain and our bursts of, you know, our, our tear, tearful outbursts, right? Than we are with other people's, like our friends or, or even his. Like if he's sad, like usually we're, we're good with that, right? I know a lot of you can be really uncomfortable when he's angry, but like when he's sad, which might not show you might not show you very often, right? But like you know you are probably pretty good at being with other people's sadness. But our partners usually aren't. They're very uncomfortable with it. And they're also of course very uncomfortable with our anger most of the time. Although maybe less uncomfortable with that. They just start to get defensive or whatever, right? But our our bursts of emotion like when we suddenly are are sad or you know, disappointed or even like just upset in any way, 
to us, they, they may have been building for a while, and we may think they should have been obvious to him. But actually for him, it's very likely that they seem sort of sudden and out of the blue, right? And they're going to bring this extreme discomfort for him, especially when it's coming from you, the woman he loves. So he may not react how we like, but instead he's probably going to do his thing, right? Like, it's okay, it's okay, in an effort to get us through it quickly, right? Or, hey, don't make a big deal out of this. This is a waste of time, right? Or, or you know, crack a joke or something like that. Or tell you, don't be sad, right? It's okay. So, I mean, my husband still sometimes will do that every once in a while. And then he remembers what I need and what I want. And uh, we've, I've trained him. I've taught him. So most of the time, he's so much better at this and has a lot more uh, presence and empathy with me. And it feels great. Uh, but a lot of people, men, don't haven't learned this yet. And again, it's very uncomfortable for them. So for us, again, for you, if this is happening, this really can feel to you like insensitivity or even like he's rejecting you. Like he's like, it, it may feel hurtful to you. But I really want to reemphasize that this really in large part is simply because your man's brain takes longer to process nuance and emotional meaning. And it's really hard for him to see you in distress. It's like physically painful. It's like that part of the brain for him, and actually I think for women too, uh, is, is it processes emotional pain in the same way we process physical pain. So it's like painful. And they start to feel helpless and powerless. And they can start to become impatient. So maybe you've experienced that. So it's very much like uh, it, like this language of your emotion can feel so foreign and so uncomfortable, almost as if they're trying to speak some other language that's like really hard and different to their tongue. So uh, Luann Brezendine talks about how tears in a woman may evoke what she calls brain pain in men. Right. So it's just for their brain, it's very hard to tolerate. And their instinct, therefore, is to try to fix it for you. And usually that's too soon for you. Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> I know for me and so many of my highly sensitive clients, what we're sort of wanting and needing in those moments is uh what Brizendine calls a, a hear me make space for what exists now need. It's like it's like we want him to just like hold space for us, be present with us, put his arm around us, uh, you know, be willing to kind of listen if we have words we want to share, right? And just empathize and be like, oh, honey, I know this is hard, right? That kind of thing. I know. That's what we want. Or as part of that, you just really need to feel your feelings for a while, right? I know so often... I actually can't even tolerate my husband putting his arm around me for a little while if I'm really having strong feelings. Uh, so I'll have to sort of be with my feelings. And it's nice when he's there with me, but like I don't want to be touched. And then as as I start to come back to a little less heightened emotions, then I really want his arm around me or his listening ear, his kind presence, right? But I want you to understand that 
if he's trying to fix it, if he's trying to tell you it's okay, if he's making a joke, this is his way of trying to help you feel better. And it's also his way of trying to quell his own pain about your pain. Yeah? And I know it might be like a foreign language to you that you can't, that, that doesn't sink in, right? But that's the thing. It's kind of like men and women sometimes speak different languages and we got to learn how to bridge that gap. So these differences, how do we, like what are some solutions here to kind of honor the fact that this is hard for him to be empathetic, that it's painful and might be really surprising when it happens, when you have these upset moments and to help him be there in a way that really does feel more supportive to you. So let's start by remembering a few things. Remember that deep down, you actually both have the same need, right? The emotional need in both of you is to feel peace, to feel safe, to feel emotionally well. Yeah. And you're just both trying to achieve it in your different, more natural to you ways in your more instinctual ways so that's beautiful like I can almost guarantee that both of you want the same thing remember also that he wants you to feel good yes so he can feel better right but also so you can feel better of course he wants the woman he loves the woman he married to feel good of course he wants that for you deep down just really remembering this and knowing this is, is automatically going to help you feel a little bit better and a little bit more close to him, a little bit more connected, a little bit more supported. And the fun thing is that when you feel better, he will too. Again, remember that men do not pick up on those nuances of facial expression or, or subtle hints you drop through words or comments or tone so well. So this means it may feel to you that you kind of like need a loudspeaker to get things across to him. Or at least you're going to need the use of direct language. So that's the next part of the solution. Use your words. Say what you want. Make a request for what you want. Now what I'd suggest is keeping it really simple. So what that means is at first, decide if when you're upset, you like me, actually don't need uh, or don't want his touch right away, but just would love his supportive presence. And then, like me, if at a certain point you would appreciate his arm around you or a hug or something, or if maybe maybe you do just want that hug or that arm around you sort of earlier on. Or another way of finding out what's best for you is, is asking yourself, how do I want him to be there for me? Right? And maybe even just journal about it a little. But, but when I'm saying simplicity, what I mean is start with something simple and make a request for it. Tell him what it is you want. If it's to be held or just to have that supportive presence, tell him, invite him in, in order to honor his discomfort with it that he can he can like put his arm around you or sit there with you but also read a book or look out the window right so that so that he doesn't have as much discomfort 
with it. You'd be surprised at how this is a way to start honoring both of what, you know, both of your needs in a satisfying way. And then once you're ready, he can offer his Mr. Fix-It suggestions and words of encouragement or jokes, yeah, to lift your spirits. Now, if you want to take this a little further and you have a partner who's able and and willing, uh, you could, of course, also ask him to be willing to sit there and hear you out, right? And like, like, can I just, in those times after I'm feeling a little better, would you be willing to just listen and not really say anything until I've just kind of processed verbally? I know a lot of highly sensitive women like to process verbally their feelings. And so that's sort of next level that you could ask him for. Uh, but you want to make sure he's started to feel comfortable enough with you. Um, so you might start with just the holding and him looking out the window or getting a, a book or something to look at. Yeah, and sort of build up to that next level, if that makes sense. So again, I highly recommend you you tell him this when you're not upset at first and say like, hey, let's try this thing. Would you be willing to do that, right? And And tell him why, yeah? He might not fully get this because, again, he kind of speaks a totally different emotional language, (laughs) right? So you may kind of want to sell him on it, which means sharing with him why this matters to you and how it will support your relationship, right? Why it will be good for him, why it will be good for you. So if you want to spend a few minutes thinking about that beforehand, here are a couple questions you can ask yourself. How would it help you if he was able to do that? What would it mean to you if he was able to do that? How would you feel if he was able to do that? And if you felt that way, how would that then benefit him? That's what I mean by selling him on on it is like showing him how it would be good for him and how it would uh, achieve some of what he wants. Yeah. So go have that conversation. Make that request. And then... This is important. The next time you do feel sad or upset, remind him. In the moment when you're feeling those feelings, you can say, I'm sad. Could you please just hold me now? Sometimes I still need to do that for my husband. Because, again, they're not mind readers. They're not necessarily even aware of what you're experiencing the way we are, aware of what they might be feeling. And so... We need to remind them. And really, as with anything that you're inviting him to do that's not natural to him, have patience, right? You can't teach an old dog a new trick in one day, right? He may really need these reminders. So expect to give him reminders in the moment that it's happening. And also thank him when he does it, even if you had to remind him. That's going to help encourage him to keep it up. Yeah? And don't, please, my friend, don't hold it against him when it's hard for him to do this or if he's a slow learner. It really is like him learning a new, very difficult, uncomfortable language for him. But do know that he can learn. He can grow with your loving guidance. He can learn how to be more emotionally supportive in the way that feels good to you. And as always, if you know that you want more emotional support, more connection, more of a sense of 
joy and deep love and aliveness in your marriage, please don't hesitate to reach out to coach with me. We work on that deeply and transform that hugely in your relationship so you do feel like a loving, connected, allied team in life together. Go to my website to find out more about my work and set up a consult, www.lifeisworthloving.com. And be oh so well, my friend.